Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. Uh, this is a Palatini with Dan and Meg. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm tired, so I might not be on the top of my game, but um, you're always on the top of your game. Uh, okay. You already had me laughing. That's <laughs> true. Well, that's, hopefully, I can have some actual facts that we talk about. Uh, no, I just didn't sleep well last night. I don't know. I probably got maybe like two hours, and it was just kind of. Is that good, Dan? Tossing and turning. Also, I started the night by like catching up on all of the uh, Chicago episodes, like Chicago Mad PD Fire, and you know, I'm like probably four behind on each. And you know, same. once one ends, you're like, oh, well, I can't not, I can't not watch another one. Right? You're like, I'm, I'm like, oh, this it's three thirty, but why not? Let's do this. <laughs> I have to be up in three hours. That's okay. <laughs> No, I get the same way. And it's like, oh, just one more. Oh, just one more. And it's like, ah, well, no. I get, to the point, sleep. I get to the point where it's like, well, also, I kind of took a little bit, like a little nap from like 9 to 10 p.m. And then at that point, you're like, mm. <laughs> so there's points where it's like, all right, so tonight is not going to be a sleeping night. Uh, so I was, I was uh, uh, naturally text, uh, texting with uh, Patty Vasquez, who also doesn't sleep. Yeah. Uh, She's always awake. But I'm giving her a shout out for being a, a bad, you know what, mother, you know what, because uh, she was at a. She's in Michigan right now uh, for a. She's giving a talk on mental health issues, mm-hmm. and uh, she was out uh, at a restaurant or a bar, and um, this woman had uh, kind of like a very visible like mental incident mm-hmm. um and uh this guy just started recording her like having this incident and so then patty sends me a like a selfie video of her calling this guy out and then the guy just flips her the bird um and i was like please don't get into a bar fight because i fear for that man's life if you get into a bar fight with him because <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess say, with patty that's no, the way you do not mess with but patty. she made it she was she's like i'm here for a mental health uh mm-hmm. event and now people are video, literally video recording somebody who's having a mental health incident and so then that's where we're at with like in society right that that's the first thing that we do is not reach out to help somebody right it's let me grab my phone and let me record this right. i wonder how many views i could get speaking of let me get my phone and record us here we go um <laughs> No, so, but it, but then, uh, but it's just, and then, so she posted something on her Facebook page and it was like, please stop videotaping people having mental health. And then she, Mm -hmm. in true Patty form, of course, got to know the the woman's husband and was like, yeah, her uncle literally just died today and she's just not doing well. Well, that's justifiable. Absolutely. Also, don't be jerks and videotape people that are clearly (laughs) suffering. I just did it again. I think we both do it every (laughs) Every time. Um... So, no, shout out to our favorite Patty. We love yeah. her. And uh, that was at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Nobody sleeps anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, are we just always on, on our phones? Like, what's going on and I here? Think she was even an hour ahead. So, I think she was really up late, too. But anyway, uh, lots to talk about. Uh, it's been a quite an eventful week. It's been an eventful weekend. We had a South Carolina primary that went pretty much the way that we expected it to go. Yes. Um, the only thing that I took from the primary was the speech after. Trump was thanking his family, and he was reading from notes, mm-hmm. and he said about his family, and he started naming his kids, and he left Eric off. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think Eric also doesn't know where he is, yeah. so, so he's probably, 
and it's probably for the best. But honestly, if you were part of that family, would you want to be referenced in that? No. No. Yeah. But I mean. We should remember Tiffany, though. I mean, that's, you know, because it's kind of like that where's Tiffany thing. Like, like everybody's just like, where is she hiding? <laughs> but I was like, oh, poor Eric. He doesn't know. know where he's at. His dad doesn't remember he's his son. It's just it's sad. Maybe we should start doing signs just as poor Eric. <laughs> we, we should. Yeah. It could be our new uh, trolling events. Um yeah, but that that primary was interesting. It was it was a typical. It was sixty forty. That's what we were expecting. Right. Um, Nikki Haley may pick up three delegates from one county, but Trump's getting the remain. I think it was forty or more than that. Yeah, and she's just hanging in there because she's just banking on the fact that he's going to be convicted, and she's like, or choke on a cheeseburger, one or the other, and then she's just going to slide in there. Right, but right now she's got the most. Delegates. Uh, DeSantis got 02 percent of the vote yesterday, so that was that was good, I that guess. <laughs> so he's still in it, and I think uh, 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 Ramasalami. I can't with you. I can't. Uh, well, you know what? Don't earn yourself a name like Ramasalami. Okay. Uh, I think he he got less than one per less than point one percent. He's so. just sitting back right now, just hoping that he's going to be the, the VP. VP. Yeah, I know it's exactly what's going to happen. But speaking of the primary, we've got Jim on the line, uh, wanting to talk about uh, Nikki Haley. Morning, Jim. How are you? Good morning. First of all, you got to be a quick change artist to survive in this climate. If it goes from thirty to sixty to thirty to sixty, I don't want our, our species can't last too long. That's Chicago for you, though. It's only seven. Well, that's, that, that's that Chicago. That's that. I lived in Chicago all my life in my seventies. If I, I wouldn't even if I couldn't get to work, how would you get to work? One day it's seventy, the next day it's thirty. Yeah. I mean, you'd be dead of exposure. You'd be dead of exposure. <laughs> if this isn't if this isn't climate change, I don't know what is. Anyway, yeah. uh, let's talk about Nikki Haley. She okay. finally made some sense. She finally made some sense yesterday. She said that Trump doesn't have a prayer of winning the election in November. It was the first and other word that she said that made a bit of sense. <laughs> and the other thing is the vodka, the vodka thing. You've got that cheap vodka smeared off. Apparently, uh, the uh, Republican House bought every word he said from uh, Putin. What does that say about the Bidens? That uh, and he's going to go twenty years in jail. By the way, they won't let him out on bond. Mm-hmm. But uh, that uh, chipmunk on speed, uh, Jim Jordan, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Jim and Jim the Beachcomber, uh, they, they bought it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Uh, so, but the thing that kills me, if his name was Stoli, I would have bought the story because that's the only black guy ever drank was Stoli. <laughs> Smirnoff, Smirnoff is, you know, that might be. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, uh, but, but, it, but she got 40% of the vote, which is 30, 10% more. And I don't know who these geniuses are. They ask these people as they're leaving the poll. Would you vote for Trump if he was in the Bastille, if he was, uh, you know, in prison? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd vote for him. If he was guillotined, we'd vote for his head if it rolled down a street in Paris or <laughs> whatever part of his body you, you want to say. You know, we'd vote for him anyway. So, uh, so anyway, as far as I can see, this is just another and, and This is 2020 all over again, except you've got the Roe decision. Got a guy with 91 indictments mm-hmm. who seems to be. He made some comments yesterday that uh, even Haley had taken the task. I don't know, it was some, some uh, presidential comments he made off the cuff because he can't he can't speak without that teleprompter. If right. he's no. let loose in a room somewhere, 
He just he's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But but birds have to play and fish have to swim and Republicans have to vote Republican and that's, the, like, that's just the way they, they always <laughs> fall in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys have a great show. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Jim. You have a good one, Jim. Thanks. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, that's just it. It's. it's uh, uh, also, like in the primaries and that have been in the caucuses that have already occurred, turnout has been pretty low. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess we'll have to see like what the like in the next 10 days, there's going to be quite a few other ones, you know, yeah. so we'll see. Um, but but oh, just this. quick what Jim said when he was talking about Trump could literally say anything and he's still going to have that support. And they talk about when it comes to Biden's cognitive decline, Mm -hmm. uh, Trump, he was talking about immigrants killing our country. He went on like a long rampage about immigrants and he called them vermin and spoiling our blood or poisoning our blood. And he's married to an immigrant. And then who was a former, uh, we'll call it an, an, an adult. Star. Star. Are we going to do air Not really a star. star. I guess just an adult. <laughs> I don't know. The only first lady, I think, if you Google her name, you can find some nude photos right. of. So, yeah, that's classic. And then he was talking about how in 2020 he won California by 30%. And he did not. He lost California by 30%. He claims he won the popular vote. Yeah. He called uh, Melania Mercedes. So his own wife, he called a different name. And then it was just like this whole, like, it's going down. Well, we go back and when he was talking about uh, Nikki Haley, he kept calling her Nancy Pelosi like Mm -hmm. four times. So it's just like the list of how Jim says, like, everyone will still stand behind this guy. Or he was, Nikki Haley was in charge of the security at the Capitol. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And Nikki Haley was like, wasn't even there. He wasn't, had no part in that. Not even in the city. Um, Just hanging back in South Carolina doing yeah, nothing. <laughs> uh huh. That's basically it. But no, it's true. And I, I mean, it, 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 Joe Biden will he make some uh, verbal gaffes and will he, you know, misspeak? Yes, probably. You're right. Well, and he has. Um, and those are the clips that you're going to see on Newsmax and Fox mm-hmm. and OAN and stuff, which I watch all the time. Um, but I, again, do not think that I'm going to wake up to a tweet saying that we've just declared war on a random country or a nuclear war. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, th- right. I think Joe's got it, right? Yeah. And Joe's got people around him that also get it. Right? And I think that's the best thing is that you could always count that he surrounds his, himself with good people. Yeah. And it's like Trump. It's like, no, he surrounds himself well, with the worst. So, And a lot of uh, uh, actual Republicans who are also never Trumpers, a lot of the strategists and commentators are saying that uh, they and people that actually worked in the cabinet are saying that uh, they felt that Donald Trump felt that he made a mistake by surrounding himself by people who weren't just yes people. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to make that mistake if he gets a second term. It's going to be basically everybody who just says, yes, sir. OK, let's do it. Yeah, let's pull everything out of Ukraine. <laughs> let's just go. Yeah, whatever. Cool. I couldn't imagine using my vote for somebody like that. Right. And people are like, yes, I'm going to check yeah. that box for him. I know. Crazy. Um, well, we'll probably uh, uh, chat about a little bit more about the primary and stuff. Yes. But we have uh, Michael on the line. Um, how's it going, Michael? Happy Sunday. Well, pretty good. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'd like to talk about some interesting information. 
17-year-old young people hit, hit the age of 17 can vote in the primary elections in Illinois and in 23 other states and in Washington, D.C. Now, the big catch is the law, the law has been on the books in Illinois since 2014, okay. but most people don't know about it. Most people think you've got to be 18 to vote in the whole country uh, anywhere in the United States, but this is not true. They are lowering the voting age in the whole country in the primary elections if people find out about it and utilize it. Right. Now, the ruling is, though, the 17-year-old kid must become 18 years old by the November 2024 general election in order to vote in the primary. So if he's 18 before the general election, he can vote in the general election, and he can also vote in the corresponding primary election. So I think this is very important. We have it in Illinois. Uh, our uh, uh, primary is coming up next month. Uh, early voting starts March 4th. Uh, early voting at the 50 at the 50 ward offices, and we have early voting right now downtown. Downtown Chicago, uh, we have early voting at 191 North Clark Street and also at 69 West Washington Street. Now, th those two locations are for the city of Chicago residents, 191 North Clark and 69 West Washington. Uh, also, the one at uh, the building at 69 West Washington has county offices and city offices, and there is a little voting thing there for suburban Cook County, they call it. Like um, suburban Cook County has its own early voting program, but they also allow that one location, 69 West Washington, for Cook County residents like Evanston, Des Plaines, and so forth uh, that, that want to vote. For people leaving the state that will not be in the state in March in Illinois, uh, right now they have this early voting downtown uh, so people could vote and have their vote counted if they're going to be traveling or working out of state or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But we got to talk about 17-year-old voting. And there's another thing that just hit Illinois that's very recent, starting January 1st, that 16-year-old kids can pre-register to vote in Illinois. Oh. Now, this has been, in, yes, this has been in 17 other states for many years. Many years they've had 16-year-old kids pre-registering. Now, they cannot vote at the age of 16. No way. They cannot vote. Right. But they can register to vote. And they keep that registration on file. They keep it nice and safe. So when the election time comes, when the kid is a year later, he's 17 or 18 to a year and a half later, he can vote easily because it takes a lot of paperwork, a little bit of paperwork mm -hmm. to register. So we got that new ruling going. On a 16-year-old voting, I just want to mention this. You should tell, ask the family, are you going to remain in Illinois for the next one or two or three years? Yeah. You're not going to move. The whole family's not going to move to Michigan or Wisconsin for another job, you see. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned before there's not enough people voting. We, we don't have enough people voting. In the race for mayor, there was only about 35% of the people voted right. on the first election and 39% voted on the second election. That's still only about a third. Yeah. Well, let's get our seven, let's get our 17 year old kids to vote and, and they'll vote liberal. They'll, they'll vote real good. Yeah. And I just want to mention this. I've heard rumors. I keep up, up on politics that one group is, 
trying to harvest these things. They're working hard on stuff. It's the Republicans, the conservative Republican families. They are getting fanatical about voting. You know, they're coming out for Trump, and I don't like that. I'm mm-hmm. against Trump. I'm from Biden. But so the Republicans are getting their 17-year-old kids to, to vote all over the country. So we that progressive Democrats, we got to get our 17-year-old kids to vote in, in one or two weeks now. And, and, yeah. and, so, and we offer same-day registration, say. too, right, Michael? So if they wanted to, if they knew where their uh, polling place was, because I think you have to do it at that particular place if it is on Election Day. Um, so, Absolutely, yeah. we have same-day registration. Yeah. Illinois has one of the best voting procedures of the whole country because we got two full weeks, two full weeks of early voting, seven days a week, including two weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, two weekends uh, on Saturday and Sunday for the working people and whatever. Mm-hmm. We have one of the best programs. And if, if you just forgot to register, you just go to the early voting place, your, your war location, or any of them, by the way. You don't have to go to the early voting location in your ward. You could use any one of the mm-hmm. 50, you see, or the one downtown. And you could uh, uh, bring in the documents, especially one piece of evidence has to have your current address on it, like a utility bill, <laughs> a telephone bill, anything, to your current address. And the, the, the 17-year-olds can also do it on the computer, online voter registration. They can do it on the computer, or they can just go to the voting location, to the early voting place. Okay. A lot of other states only have voting, early voting for one week. We have early voting for two full weeks. So it's a great, great thing. And I, I, I hope more people vote. Yeah. See, and I hope, hope Biden wins. Yeah, oh, you, yeah right. you and everybody in this room right now. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's great information that you shared, Michael, especially when it comes to 17-year-olds. I don't think a lot of people know how they can participate in the primary elections if they will be 18 by the general election. So thank you so much for calling in and sharing yeah. that with us. Thanks, Michael. You have a good rest of your Sunday. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, we have such Kate, smart. Bye, bye. Have a good one. We have such smart listeners. We do. Yeah, he, he had like addresses and everything too. I was like, like I like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Call back every yeah, every call Sunday. Call back every Sunday. But he brought up a good point too because the uh, I'm I'm still a member of the Chicago Young Republicans. Um, <laughs> you would. They be. probably wouldn't let me in the door right we now. Just because I'm. All. I'm still 24. Um, no, you no. just turned 25 last weekend. We, we, we discussed this. <laughs> Way to go. Um, but I, so I still get their emails on, on, on their uh, Facebook and whatever, and they're, they are pushing younger voters to make sure you're registered, to make sure, you know. Yeah, which before they, <laughs> before they were anti-young people voting yeah. because they know how that falls, and now it's like, okay, now they have to step but there in are, line. There are, there are some smart people in that group. I still mm-hmm. talk to a few. Um, I haven't been to one of their events in probably There's smart people six in that years. Group? There's, you know. Explain. I would just say misguided, really. <laughs> um, but they... I like having conversations with people, and they bring up some decent points. They're just wrong all the time. So that's, you know, but it's fine, at least in my opinion, in my honest opinion. My honest like I said, opinion. they probably wouldn't let me at the room, so I don't. So I guess I'm the loser there. I like that you're banned from every Republican radio station. It's all not my fault that everybody that I talk to about politics is wrong, okay? And I have to call you out on it, Okay. If you can't, if you can't be wrong, and we can't be friends, and maybe we shouldn't be friends. But speaking of one of our friends, Judy is on the line. Um, happy Sunday, our friend. How are you doing today? 
Hi, how are you guys? Happy Doing Sunday, Judy. I've been up and out and got the paper. It's a little windy, but I thought, well, you've been out, so you know. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to be on Patty's show Friday. Did you get sick? I hear all the stuffiness. Oh, me? Yeah, my allergies are, uh, yeah, but the scheduling just something came up last minute, so yeah. we weren't able to do it, unfortunately. Well, I was all ready for you. I was sick. I was going to tell you. It's too bad it was such a slow news week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing happened, literally. <laughs> I know. I, I, I do want a little shout-out to Jim. He said he he can't read without a, talk without a teleprompter. He can't read it. Right. He can't, he can't do it with a teleprompter. There was a Come reason on. his, his like morning briefings were only like two pages long, because they said after that he just lost interest. <laughs> I really don't. I see him looking at uh, when he does actually have a paper or something in front of him, mm-hmm. and he just is squinting. I don't know whether it's a thing he won't wear glasses or he can't get. He really sees it as a sign of weakness. <laughs> He's the type of person that would think that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get. I taught reading. I was a teacher for eight years, and you know he just doesn't seem like he can. Concentrate on it or whatever it is. I don't think he can. I don't weird. think he has the mental capabilities for much. No. Any, like, yeah. really. Or ever, I and, guess. And by the way, his mother was an immigrant. Yeah. Yeah, his mother, his wife. I mean, he surrounds himself mother, with immigrants. His wife. <laughs> yeah, but they were all wives. white. That was the. That was the yeah, I guess yeah. I guess it's not a big wife, deal. I when, believe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not a big deal if you're an immigrant as long as you're white. Then yeah, good. it's just the black and brown ones that we yeah, have then, to then, start well, Yeah, about. he mentioned, why can't we recruit, like, Scandinavians or oh, something? Oh, yeah, like, like the Norwegian, that? and it's like, because they don't want to yeah, come here, yeah, okay? Yeah, we have Norwegian <laughs> people? Well, we do have a lot of them, but... <laughs> He wants more, I guess. Well, you know, it's like those countries, and he's like, why, why, why can't? He, yeah, I remember this conversation. He's, he was so angry that we were uh, getting so many immigrants from like Africa, South America. Yeah. He's like, why can't we get it from the Scandinavian countries? And I was like, because they yeah, like he their. Called them bleep, yeah, bleep hole because countries. they like their free health care. Yeah, they're they not like fleeing. Their, they like their. So they're not going to come here. Yeah, they're not fleeing, trying to Most save their, their lives and their families. Their countries as yeah. poor as they are. Right. Yeah. No. No, they're like, the they, weird thing. they're like, yeah, we want to retire by 55. We don't want to work to 75. <laughs> we like it here. We're going to stay. Like, no, you, you do you, America. We'll stay here. That's okay. And also, he, why would you move to a country where Donald Trump is president? Right. Like, that's just, we're, we're, we're actually looking at moving out. <laughs> Costa Rica seems really fun. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, when the Syrians were coming here, I mean, they tramped through Turkey all the way around. They didn't want to be in Turkey. They didn't want to be in a couple of those other places. Right. They wanted to be in Europe. They wanted to go all the way around, and they went further with more hassles. I mean, in fact, those people, like in Turkey, would even be their same religion. You know, you yeah. think that might be their first choice, but no. No. And, you know, no. for me, the, the, the immigrants or migrants that are coming up from the, at the southern border— um, it, it it's not an easy trip, okay. And I think it's a twofold Lord system. No, I think I think right, and I think that es- especially especially since it's a, an election year, the Republicans are actually saying that the border is open. The border is open. Mm-hmm. So these individuals are like, oh, the border's open. Let's go. But 
one, it's not. Two, um, two, can you just imagine what these individuals who choose to go through this journey, why they're doing, like what their life was like in in their hometown? Can you imagine how bad it would be to leave your home and your people? That's what I always think, is it? And you know what? Despite the horrible trip. America is the land of opportunity. Uh, I think Republicans have been trying to cut that at the knee, but it is. It really is. You can come here and you can make a nice living and, mm-hmm. you know, but it, there needs to be an organized system and, you know, but I think Republicans keep just stoking the fire about open borders, open borders, open borders. And uh, they're saying that more immigrants have entered the country under Joe Biden than under Donald Trump. However, when you look at the Cato Institute, which is a conservative publication, the number of deportations under Joe Biden are way, way more higher. than Donald Trump. So yeah. the system is working, right. but we're not hearing that. No, of course not. Yeah. And I wonder, I have relatives who live in Florida, relatives who live in Texas, and, you know, most of them are Republicans, although my my cousin Bruce is, he is definitely I think we can have him very soon. Okay. He told, oh, that's good. He told me he would not. He did not vote for Trump. He couldn't do it. There you go. <laughs> My in-laws and, are all in Arizona, so I, I feel your pain there. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I love Arizona, I but some, you know, and I love my in-laws, but sometimes <laughs> there's just things that they say that I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some people, and we actually are older now, so when we go to our cottage and they're there, I need them. I can't alienate them. Too yeah, much. right. Yeah, that's just that's family, right? That's what we. All that's do. why Dan and I yeah. travel on a pack. And, yeah, that's why my and, and I never really go anywhere nice. alone. We are on a horrific hill. Yes. And just getting our stuff. Oh, okay. Up, up and down that hill, and they help us because they're younger. <laughs> well, they're they're useful. That's good. That's, that's why, why you keep them around. I think that's why some people keep me around, even though I'm mostly useless. But that's okay. <laughs> You're um, so useful. Judy, we got to run along, but I do owe you the phone call about your brunch. I've not forgotten. I will call you this yes, week. Yes, you do. I, do. I, I have no address, so no, if I, I don't show up. I got you covered. Don't never, worry. Don't I you worry. I address. I got you. All right. I'll talk to you this week, Judy. Love you. Bye. Love you, Judy. Take love care. You. I love Judy. Me too. So good. Um, but she brought, I mean, she brought up some really interesting points, um, and I think that it's... Uh, People are scared of people that look different Mm -hmm. than you. So, like, again, and it's Donald Trump, and one of the reasons he was uh, elected was because he stoked fear that uh, people were coming over the southern border to rape and kill your women and children and that. and not, Not a thing, right? And we are seeing some isolated incidents uh, like in New York and stuff about uh, violence and things of that sort, but mm-hmm. isolated. Right. Right. And oh. that's going to happen when you have any group of people. Right. It but doesn't if you, matter the color of If skin. you watch Fox News or if you... Um, it's every migrant is, you know, here just causing chaos and right. breaking every law. What's the other guy that I... Um, guy Benson, he's on 560 AM. I tried to call into his show. <laughs> well, because he made a... Con- he, he mentioned Heartland Signal mm-hmm. about how... Uh, they're talking about the new senator or the Senate candidate from Wisconsin, um, Hofke, Hofke, 
I don't know, H-O-V-D-E or something, I don't know, uh, who's, running, who's now running against Tammy Baldwin. And Heartland Signal, I don't know if it was an article or somebody was talking about it on the air, made comments about how he's misusing funds in his foundation. And uh, they called the Heartland Signal like a, a liberal uh, hack or like blah, blah, blah. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, that you don't come after WCPT you. like yeah, that. Right. And so I to Let call me get in. on the phone real quick. <laughs> Everybody keeps telling me that when I call in, I should like you should use lie a different name about, for a little well, bit. Well, not even my, just like lie about my topic, but I'm like, no, because I wouldn't want somebody to do that on our show. So why would I do that to other people? Like, I mean, I, I get. I want to talk get about that. how I love Donald Trump. Let's talk about that. I and get then all that. Of a sudden, but when people boom. call in to our show, it doesn't matter what they want to talk about. We will take that conversation. But a lot of people that they just you know, uh, Dylan and Henry, they're really good about putting in who, what people want right. to talk about, and I think it's mostly true. Like they're they're not lying to us at that. Like, right. You know, I actually like right now looking at uh, Bob Smith is on the line. Oh, <laughs> good old Bob. Happy Sunday, friend. Alabama Supreme Court. I'm ready for this, Bob Smith. Oh, I got good morning, lots good morning of those. Morning. everybody. Meg, Dan, and two other people i like to mention this morning. Um, Patty, what's her name? And Dan yeah. Schaefer. i like to mention too. Patty Vasquez and the other Dan Schaefer? Yeah, the other the Dan Wisconsin, Schaefer. The Wisconsin Dan Schaefer. If he wasn't so cool, he'd be my arch nemesis. Well, I thought but. I said Jim Schaefer, but anyway, we'll go with that. Um, listen... I can't wrap my head around what's going on with Alabama and this Supreme Court ruling on mm-hmm. Embroy having rights. Explain yeah. to me what's going on. I mean, I can't wrap my head around it. So what? So the the story was that it, at a particular IVF clinic, uh, uh, somebody oh. either knocked over or. Uh, spilled or broke uh, a, a certain person's uh, embryo uh, that mm-hmm. they had, that they were being stored there. And so that, that individual then, I guess, sued that uh, clinic mm-hmm. uh, for that specific incident, and that got kicked up to the Supreme Court, and then the Supreme Court took that as an opportunity to say that all embryos are technically real life, and it, any destruction of them is technically manslaughter. And so what resulted in that is like half of the IVF clinics just stopped, stopped all of their services because they don't want to get sued if something happens. Right. Um, so that's basically the Alabama Supreme Court thinks that an embryo, which is only three to five days, is technically a, a human being. They're now treating it as it's a life because it is manslaughter. Now, okay, I get it. I mean, I, to my point, it's a Pandora box. It seems like the right has their Pandora box, like you, mm-hmm. well, like the right do the left. We all got our Pandora box, but it was just shocking that yeah. I didn't understand why you even became a subject. I mean, now that you explained it to me, I got something to digest and yeah, play but, in my head. But it was, you know, Bob, I know that you and I, yeah. and well, all of us disagree on certain political things, but um, in the in the majority ruling uh, of the uh, of the Alabama Supreme Court, uh, one of the mm-hmm. justices wrote, "Human life cannot be destroyed without incurring the wrath of Holy God." And my and there was opinion, multiple citations from Genesis. Yeah. So my opinion is, where where is that separation of church and state? Mm-hmm. But also, when does life actually begin? Because an embryo is only three to five days old. It's not a, It's not able to live outside of a user uterus. It has no organs. It becomes a fetus at ten weeks, but a fetus can't be viable until twenty-four weeks. So why are we why are we regulating an embryo that's only three to five days? Right. I'm baffled too. That's yeah. why I called you because it just came out of nowhere. So Patty we, tried to explain it. it. It went over my head, but now that you explained it the way you did, 
It's like I said, it's a Pandora box. The left yeah. has there, the look mm-hmm. like the right. We've got our own too, devil in the making. But it's just shocking that this is where we at. Year twenty twenty four. Right. And I haven't, I haven't seen a picture of uh, what the Alabama, Alabama Supreme Court uh, members look like, but I'm assuming it's a Wait. bunch of old white I said, men yeah, I looked it that up. are regulating women's bodies. <laughs> I, I, I looked it up. Old white. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you go, but I want to end with this last statement. Trump 2024. Uh, Bob Smith. Every week, Bob. Well, hopefully we prove you wrong, my friend. Uh, thanks for calling, and we'll talk to yeah, you next week. <laughs> Have a good Sunday. Um, no, when it, comes, when it comes down to it, we... We both said the same thing that, you know, the facility that that happened at and, the, you know, the employee that did that needs to be held accountable sure. because women, families put a lot of time, money, energy, emotions, all of these things into this because they're doing this to ha- create a family. Yeah. So I 100 percent agree that there should be accountability when it comes to that, because that is heartbreaking. But to turn around and say that that is manslaughter and like that is a human life is outrageous. I, somebody dropped a tray or something. Right. right. And it's like, where where do you still? Well, I mean, there's nowhere to stop now because I was like, oh, how much further can it go? This is an embryo. This is this three is to five days. Like days old. Yeah. Um, People think six weeks is too soon. This is three to five days. Right. Yeah. And then. Uh, Which I think six weeks is waste. I think, yeah, I just, yeah. Dana Goldberg, I think, was fantastic when she shared um, on social media. She had shared, okay, if an embryo, like, say, that's in in the dish and you freeze it for 15 years and then (laughs) you go to use it and then you deliver a baby, is that baby now 16 years old? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly, yeah, right. It's not. Yeah. It's absolutely not. Right. So when it was frozen for those 15 years, it was not a human being. I it was not that. a child. I it saw was that. Not... Yeah. I love Dana Goldberg. I know. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, well said. <laughs> I'm going to text her. We're going to get her on the show, too, because um, she's fun. We love Dana Goldberg. We do. Um, uh, we have uh, Jim on the line here talking about a border question. Happy Sunday, Jim. I feel like I know you. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of me. Yeah, I love um, that. So I just dropped a dozen eggs on the floor in the kitchen. Does that make me a murderer? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, according to Alabama, it does. I will tell you, I will murder you if you don't get that cleaned up before I get home. Yeah. Also, you know how expensive eggs are. The Supreme Court of Alabama. (laughs) Um, No, the whole border issue. Republicans are using this as a a campaign thing. Always. they're saying we have a crisis at the border because the border is open. And that's telling everybody that are in desperate situations in other countries. Oh, the border's open. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. Go. Yeah. Right. And we can go. Democrats Which are saying the border is closed. Republicans are broadcasting that. And they've got they've got more outlets than most uh, liberal uh, yeah. outlets do. So that's no, what they're, they're saying. They're causing all of these people to come yeah. mm-hmm. because they think the border is actually open when it's not. And the Koch brothers, well, brother, I always say that because there's only one. <laughs> We're so close. Uh, they've been trying to recruit uh, Hispan- so Hispanic voters. And so they're also using their uh, money and influence to 
advertise that in South American countries and then bring them up here because they're of Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, you're here. Now you have to vote Republican because you're all Catholic and the Democrats want to kill all of your children at nine-month abortion rates and stuff like that. I couldn't have said it better. Spot on. They do do Uh, food drives. They do all this mm -hmm. stuff. And they give you all this literature about how the Republican Party is the way to go. And then that's the... When in reality... and then they feel border. indebted to well, vote Republican. No, there is a border crisis, but it's being caused by Republicans because they have nothing else to well, You You talk to Joe Biden. Maybe next time I talk to him or if I ever. Or, <laughs> so Com- or Kamala Harris or anybody. Or any Democrat. They're going to say that there is a border crisis. And, oh, wait, we have a bill that we introduced that to Repo- fix it. Yeah, that and Republicans like, are nope, like, nope. Not a thing. Every single Republican voted against it. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, no, they didn't even allow it to. They don't have anything to run on. Well, this, that's the thing. They don't even allow it because the, and then what they are they going to argue to about? The Senate, right. the Senate gave a bill to the House, and the House Speaker, uh, Mike Johnson, who also has this weird porn monitoring app with his son yeah, to make sure really... they don't watch too much pornography. So that's cool. Um, Rush, Russia, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and how's, uh, Mike Johnson said he's not even going to bring it to the floor for a vote. So right. there is a bill to no. address the border crisis. They need something to run on. And that's right. all they have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jim, uh, real quick. Wait, real quick. Jim said, uh, or Gina said that you better watch out because uh, you're definitely going to be in trouble over those eggs. <laughs> yeah, you better get that cleaned up before I get home, dear. I, the dog is already looking at the <laughs> Now I have to buy more eggs. And they're expensive, so you're definitely in trouble. Also, Thanks, yeah, Biden. Can you pick up some eggs, please? Yeah, okay. I'm we'll see. Okay. All. All right. Thanks, on our way home. We're right. on it. Love you, dear. Thanks for calling Love in. You. All Love right. You. Uh, we had so many callers today. I like it. This is fun. Uh, let's do Bob from uh, Alabama. I don't think or it's from Bob Alabama. From talking about Alabama. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Uh, good morning, but I am not stuck in that hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we have like Bob, we have the name, the location, and the topic. So, I was, so, my, so I'm, I'm glad you're not in Alabama, Bob. Yes, thank Happy God. Sunday. How are you? <laughs> hey, I have a question about this. Supreme Court ruling. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Fine and dandy. That's the way you want to run it. You want to believe that a three day old thing mm-hmm. has the face of Almighty God on it. Fine. What's going to happen when you get him in court, you know, 25 years from now, and he's committed murder one, and you have the death penalty? Are you going to kill? Something with the voice and the spirit of Almighty God? I want to see them get that through. That's a good pro-life question, right? right. How pro-life are you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dig it. Okay, here, take that boy home and give him a meal. He has him in love. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, and then also like pro the pro-life and pro-family, it's once the baby's born, then Republicans reten- or re- routinely try to gut education, gut welfare programs, gut, you know, like so so just just have the kid and then you're on your own. And then to your point, Bob, if that kid doesn't get access to love, education, opportunity, chooses to go into a life of crime or commits some some tragedy then it's like oh yeah you did this to yourself and it's right. like no we're forced to be born into a system where you are set up to fail mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this this is ludicrous on its face. Mm-hmm. I know, I know they don't educate those people down in Alabama. I know that. I've been there. Alabama but and Mississippi, God, they're, they're some of the worst states for education. I think Mississippi is the 50th of the 50 state in terms of poor education. And Alabama's not too far behind, behind that. Yeah. Yeah, but Florida's even worse in that it says, hey, we got all the books we're not going to let you read, but you can't read them. Right. No. No, it's, yeah. No, and, and then you even have, speaking of uneducated individuals, uh, Alder or Alabama Senator uh, Tommy Tupperware, I like to call him, <laughs> doesn't even know what IVF <laughs> is. He just comes, hey, we just need more children. And, and it's like, he, well, it's actually halting and if he can being spell, able to have more children. If he can spell IVF, I'd be I surprised. Heard, <laughs> I, I heard that. I heard that voice on the Senate floor. Mm hmm. And I can't remember who said it. It was someone out of South Carolina. It might have been Jim Scott. Oof. But their premise was, if we don't have children, we got nobody to do the work around here. I was like, what? Um, boys, boys, yeah. that's slavery. Yeah. That is slavery. And if it was Tim Scott that said that, coming from a black individual who mm-hmm. made that comment... Well, he also said that he loves Donald Trump, so I, I question all of yeah, his Yeah, I was going to say, I question anything that comes out of his motives. mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. I don't know where... I don't know I don't know where Tim Scott's head ends and Donald Trump's butt begins. It's a whole... Yeah, I don't... I'm Again, sure. another person that's uh, like, oh, can I get that number two spot? Yeah, yeah. No, he's doing... No, uh, Bob, really, really amazing points. And again, yeah. I'm glad that you don't live in Alabama. Yes, we're, we're so yeah. glad. But call in anytime because we love hearing from you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. All right, kid. Have a good Sunday. Have a good Sunday. Um, let's go to our friend Dave in Hoffman Estates. Uh, hey, Dave, how are you? Hey, good morning, Dan. Meg. Good morning. Yeah, the, uh, talking about that with the Ukrainian funding, I've mentioned on a couple of shows, the others have done repeats for their, their stuff. But that army said it could have run out of funding to protect Europe and Africa without Ukraine's aid package. Funds from the Europe and Africa Army Command budget are being used right now to support Ukraine, and the lack of additional funding could leave the budget completely drained. Oh. The Army has spent, has spent over $430 million on various operations, including training Ukrainian troops, transporting equipment, and U.S. troop deployments to Europe. And this is all since uh, October 2023, when... Uh, the uh, budget, uh, yeah. op- you know, the open, uh, you know, and uh, they need to get this, uh, they need to, you know, basically, you know, borrow from Peter to pay Paul, you know, right now. Right. Without a 2024 budget approved by Congress, then without additional funding specifically for Ukraine, the command roughly has $3 billion left to pay for out of a five dollar, uh, five million, excuse me, five dollars of <laughs> operational cost, you know, which covers, you know, like barracks and training and and you know recruiting. They've been having a real bad trouble with the recruiting and stuff like that. You know, just and there, you know, goes on. But you know, basically, two billion dollars to play with there. Right. You know? And I think what people don't so, realize, though, and even so, this is maybe one area where I agree with uh, Mitch McConnell because he made the comment about this. People don't realize that when we're sending aid 
to other countries, um, we're not just giving them money. We're right. giving them physical assets and resources. And then what happens when those leave our border, we need to replenish those. And how are we doing that? By paying American workers to rebuild our stuff and new things, right? So mm-hmm. it's actually helping our economy and also uh, preventing like the collapse of democracy in certain areas, right? And that's and, and having Putin not be able to take over because mm-hmm. where does it stop after Ukraine? Yeah. 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 And I also read, I think, this morning where I see where Warren Buffett's son is or has uh, donated from his, their, um, their, you know, foundation 500 thousand dollars towards ukraine oh okay i mean that's good good on them yeah i mean maybe donald i mean donald trump wasn't facing 450 million dollars and in uh lawsuit settlements maybe he could donate something (laughs) but he doesn't uh, even have a dollar to give right now uh but uh hakeem jeffries he said it Maybe you can go to uh, son-in-law, Jerry, <laughs> son, can you spare a dime of half a million? Yeah, right, or maybe <laughs> sell some more shoes, which if he starts that, I'm going to buy those oh. because those things are going on eBay for like $7,000 a piece. There's no way. People are going to be, well, I think we talked about it with, uh, well, Angie made the comment on Facebook, and she said they're not even in production. Like, it's not it's not going to be a thing. Uh, people are going to, they're going to be on back order. People are going to spend their money and it's just not going to. Oh, so you mean like, like a pyramid scheme? Exactly. Like, oh, so what Donald Trump has been doing his entire life? Get the money, never deliver. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but, Sorry, Dave, we cut yeah. you off. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's your show, you know? So, but, um, yeah, you were mentioning about, um, earlier about Hitler, or mentioning about the Scandinavians, excuse me, Scandinavians. Yeah. He called. He used the Scandinavians as a model for his Aryans. Remember? Yeah, the Aryan race. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because the, the nice blue eyes, and yep. blonde, blonde hair. hair, blue eyes. There you go. That's it. You know, that was you know part of his, his dream and, and that. So, which I used to have blonde hair. Now I'm brown and green eyes, so I wouldn't make it. I have brown hair, but well, I was also, I'm, to turn also white. I'm gay, so it's I definitely like, wouldn't make it at yeah, that point. <laughs> You're batting a thousand yeah, over there. We would have been on. We would have been on whatever list he had. Yeah, for sure. Top of the list. Absolutely, um, Dave. Thanks for calling in. We're gonna we're gonna roll along here. And I just realized I didn't. Thanks. Have a good Sunday. Have a good week, guys. You too. You thanks for calling in. Sunday. Um, is it Hakeem Jeffries? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but one thing that he said when he was on The View the other day, he said when talking about Ukraine, like we have to understand that by us giving aid to Ukraine, that's in the best, it's, well, besides us wanting to help them, but it's in the best interest of national security um, for America. Yeah. So when it comes down to these things, we're doing it in the best interest of our country along with helping other countries. It's not just like, oh, let's just give everybody money and aid and you know, don't care about no, ourselves. It's, it's not it's how like, it is. It's yeah. not a thing. Um, but it is, but like, think about, and also it is, it's being preventative too, because yeah. um, let's think about what we would have to commit to if, oh, I don't know, uh, Putin was actually dumb enough to actually invade a, a member of NATO. And Biden is still president because then we have to, we're committed. But if Trump's president, then we're not going to be part of NATO. So what? There you go. Well, then we'll also probably just become part of Russia because it'll be like, it'll be like that movie Red Dawn where like they're just 
parachuting in. It's like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Everything <laughs> Everything's is fine. Good. I'm fine. You're fine. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> Which is actually a really good movie, Red Dawn. I, I used to watch one. it with my dad, and it was a good, yeah. Um, but it's true, though. Like, do do the work now. Support mm-hmm. a sovereign nation who's literally being invaded. And then... Um, we won't have to deal with repercussions of a psychotic dictator who's now just power hungry. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's I, that's it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh well, we need help at home for yeah. We can we can chew gum and walk at the same we, time. We okay. They might not be used to it when Trump was in office, but right. like, <laughs> we're used to it as being Democrats. We can do multiple things at one time. Trump could barely walk down a, a <laughs> ramp. I just always go back to when he had the toilet paper on his shoe. And they're like, not even (laughs) the Secret Service was like, let me get that for you. You have how many Secret Service agents that watched you walk from the bathroom to the plane? And they were like, no, we're good. That's it. And it's like, oh, as females at a bar, like, you, you don't know anybody around you. Right. And like, they're coming out of the bathroom. We're always, like, the first ones, like, let me help you out, girl. You don't yeah. even have to say anything. It's yeah. like, I just got you. Right. You just reach out, you step on it, let them go. Done. <laughs> you have the president of Secret Service, everything. And they're like, now nah, we're good. <laughs> it's like, this is the passive-aggressive payback we've been asking for. <laughs> um, let's take uh, Mitzi, who I know is calling from the fine state of Arizona that Aunt I love. Aunt Mitzi. Hey, Aunt Mitzi, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing good. Yeah. Happy Sunday. Living the dream. Happy Sunday to you guys. I just wanted to let you know that all of Arizona, especially like this Arizona, is loving your show. Oh, thanks. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love you. We do. When are you coming oh, back yeah. to visit? Oh, well, not until it warms up there, obviously. <laughs> it's going to be 70 on Tuesday. Yeah, you get one day, and then it'll probably, it'll probably snow the next day. Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be coming down to you before you come up here. Yeah, it's going to be 80 something here today. So. Oh, way to rub it in. Way to rub it All right, in. So Megan's going to drop me off at O'Hare. Uh, drop on the way you off? Today. You're just going to leave me? Yeah. Band of Brothers, watch it someday. Damn. <laughs> Don't they have that flight that arrives at noon? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I'll see you at noon. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right there. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. thanks for calling right. in and give, give Graham a kiss for me. You guys, you guys, I will. You guys have okay. a great All right. day. Talk you to have you a later. good one. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. We got a good, healthy dose of family and friends that call in. Yeah, right? And, and but I still are- can't believe you said I would drop you at the airport. <laughs> Well, park the car. I was leave it in the <laughs> emergency lane. I don't care. Oh, all right, fine. Okay. I would never leave you. Just like, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Have a good one. I, it's cold outside. Okay. <laughs> I see how it is. Every man for themselves. Every cold. every man for himself. Um, so, anywho, so uh, interesting week ahead. We'll see how the uh, the next uh, primary goes. Yeah. I mean, Trump's going to win, but we'll see how. By how much? I don't know. I'm waiting for Super Tuesday. I'm not quite sure what that's going to... I don't know. I mean, no, no... I, I try not to guess anything anymore. I've just been blown away by politics. Yeah. Um, I'm just hopeful. I'm just going to cross my fingers, put out good vibes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hope for the best. If yeah. not, look for another country to move to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Um, well, as we're hoping for good vibes, we have this week's Palatini to get us through... Yet a, another week. This one is called a bourbon and apple fizz. 
It's kind of a spring type since it's going to be sun. I got heartburn just hearing that. All right. It's just a little bit of bourbon, a little bit of lemon juice, uh, some bitters, sparkling apple juice to top it up, and then some sliced apples to garnish it. So you just put the bourbon, lemon juice, and the bitters into a cocktail shaker with ice, shake it well, and then you strain it into a highball glass filled with ice and top off with the apple juice and just garnish with the apple slices. All right, let's go make a cocktail. Oh, I know. Well, I'd go get eggs anyway. So So there you go. Um, And that's your Palatini for the week. This is a Palatini with Dan and Meg here on WCPT. Uh, As always, we love chatting with you all. And uh, you guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you next Sunday. See you next Sunday.